Oh my god. Rewind the tape. Hi guys. Happy New Year almost. I think it's uh New Year's Eve Eve. Yeah. Eve? No. Eve Eve. Yes. Yeah, New Year's <laughs> Eve Eve. Um and we are here, so this is our final episode of 2021, and it's also oh. our final episode for a while because, as you know, we take a little break. Um, I say this like we've done it loads. We've done it once, but we enjoyed <laughs> it last year, so we're going to yeah. do it again. We're taking January and summer February off because we need it. Six weeks holiday. Woohoo! <laughs> Got any plans? Um, binge watch Bridgerton. I can't wait. I'm absolutely oh, I think gagging it's, for it. It's, they released the they released the release date. When is it? I think so we have to wait another few months. Oh, yeah. Oh, because of Sorry. COVID, I'll let it go. Because of COVID, I'll let it go. I'm oh, a bit I annoyed. I don't want to watch that in the spring or the summer. That is. But why much... is it because of COVID? I'm guessing it took longer to shoot. Yeah, but they've been making movies and and shows during COVID times anyway. So I'm not. Everything got delayed. No, everything got delayed. Okay, wait. Let me. Sorry, this is important. This immediately takes us off amazing. track of what our um, schedule was supposed to be. <gasps> March the 25th. That is That's so late. Long. That's not okay because yeah. I know they have us. I also feel like Netflix have tried to schedule it because uh, within with their other shows because they know it's such a big show. Yeah, absolutely. That's bullshit. Um, Obviously, when I thought we were going to come back and have watched it and that's the first episode we'll do. Exactly. I was looking forward to it. Well, never mind. That'll be our uh, April episode. Oh, my God. Um. Anyway, so uh, where were we? Yeah, what were we Animals. doing in our break? I'm going to be working. Um, we <laughs> Before we get really stuck into this episode, I think that we um, just need to address um, some of the things that we were saying last week. Basically, oh, we disagree with <laughs> unpopular opinions, we were saying all sorts of uh crazy shit that we don't even agree with and only one thing i think the rest of it was just funny except for i, I mean the cream um the cloth the cream yeah. and i don't think i feel that strongly about it when i was listening to it i could imagine myself putting the jam on <laughs> if i had a spoon because i remembered i think i was like i'm pretty sure i actually have eaten a um scone like that and i also think i say scone and i'm getting really confused but that's irrelevant sorry animals well, we kicked off the episode with the um, a, the opinion piece. You can't <laughs> you can't really love animals if you eat them. Was that the yeah 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 quote? And um, obviously, like I mentioned last week, this is a very highly nuanced topic, and it's we were treating it really just kind of blase and black and white, black and white, and nothing is black and white. In life. And also, just not even thinking about how you know love as well as a many faceted thing and just yeah. because you love something doesn't mean you actually are always going to do the right thing or treat something in the right way like just because you if even if you don't eat animals then maybe you do some other things that are actually hugely damaging up. to um to shout, animals shout out to all the um capitalist racist vegans there's loads of them yeah so um I mean, shout out, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Weird thing to say. Okay. Shout out to you guys. <laughs> but actually, shout down. Shout down to you from my Shout down, heart. yeah. <laughs> um, tower in the sky. Um, 
so I guess what we're trying to say is, yeah, we you can absolutely love animals and still, yeah, still eat them. I think it's that's also it's a societal thing and it's the way we view animals. So I was saying to Ruth as well, we often treat people terribly, but you wouldn't necessarily say you're inherently hate people. Yeah, and I feel like I was ignoring my own feelings because I feel guilty because I do eat meat. But I do have a lot of love for the animals. And I prepare meat as well. So, like, it's not always, especially for me, it's birds. I always, I feel less bad with other animals. But, like, even little things like this year, I couldn't do the pigs in blankets because I just find, I, you know, I, I love bacon. Oh, my God. I don't eat it that much, but I love bacon so much. Sausages, I can take it or leave them because um, fake meat sausages are generally quite nice. But wrapping the sausage, I don't know, like, it's like you're wrapping. Sorry. Sorry to put you off your food, guys. You're wrapping. <laughs> we assume the, you're eating a pig and blanket yeah. right now. <laughs> the, 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 pig, the pig's flesh has been ground, stuffed into a casing, and now you're wrapping it in its own body lining of muscle. It's just kind of dark. So I made my brother do that because he loves pigs and blankets. And you can't buy the pre-wrapped pigs and blankets because they'll charge you twice as much. Honestly, mm. you're better off. For the this is my general advice. Yeah, they do. And it's the same with don't buy the pre-prepared prepared potatoes at Christmas. I get it on a Sunday when you're tired or whatever, but don't do it at Christmas because they will, <laughs> the premium yeah. they put on those things. I got three bags of potatoes and a jar of goose fat for the same amount of money as a tray, a tiny tray of potatoes. And in, and it's just like, what's the point? Just make your potatoes. We, going back to that pigs and blanket thing, it's so it just really reminded me of growing up. Like we ate meat when um when we grew up. And, and our but our dad was really funny about things. And like, I mean, heavily influenced by the Bible. Shout out to that, uh, that book. Um, so <laughs> even though like we like he he loves steak, and you know we would I wouldn't say we would eat it often um, when I was growing up, but you know sometimes we'd have it. But he was really particular about uh, you know not having any cream based sauce or dairy based sauce with the with any kind of beef because of a um, in the Bible it says yeah. that you should never cook um a kid in its mother's milk and it's just so just like but <laughs> but we're still gonna eat the baby then and then eat the cheese separately no but I get it I don't know it's like on a psychological level it, in, as far as the bible goes I don't know why it says that but on a psychological <laughs> level it's just like I just I can eat meat <laughs> don't get me wrong I can eat meat <laughs> but like give me a fucking break mom my brain is just like come on <laughs> The, we're getting again sucked into another um yeah discussion yeah, about yeah, me and yeah, that's yeah. not the our intention really was we say a lot of wild things on this podcast and half of we them we them don't we, we have to walk them back because we are we often will probably more often than not just run our mouths without even thinking of something and it's when we listen back to it actually to be honest it's even before we listen back to it when we're lying yeah. in bed afterwards thinking oh no I've already said to me in this podcast episode, right? As soon as I said it, I was like, I don't agree, but whatever, let's keep it moving. <laughs> <laughs> we'll apologize yeah. for that in February. Um, oh my God. Sorry. Quick, quick, another walk back. My where is the love take where I was saying that like 
humans don't lack love. Like, I don't know why I was saying that. I think what I was really trying to get at was, oh, I can't be fucked. It's the end of the years, guys. I don't have it. I don't know what it is, but I haven't got it. So, yeah, humans are can be the fucking worst. Yeah, terrible, callous beings. And intentionally cunty too. I know we all accidentally are terrible, but there's a lot of intentional terribleness too. And yeah. I should fucking know. Anywho. Um, so how was, that was our Christmas episode, but how was your actual Christmas? Guys, have to get into Christmas. Okay. I wasn't feeling festive until Christmas Day. I mean, Christmas Eve, we went, the, we did the shop because that's how we are. First thing in the morning, lastminute.com, near the shelves would still have stuff because, you know, COVID. And honestly, like, my, I've made Christmas dinner a fair few times, but this year, cooking the Christmas dinner. Also, it made me think about, you asked me my favourite Christmas song. I do have a favourite Christmas song. It's that... um, um Christmas song. Yeah, it's a Christmas song by Nat King Cole. No, I said Love by Nat King Cole. I was, oh, you did, but yeah, yeah, then I think that I I feel like I knew what you meant. I know, but Love is exactly. like, okay, so in the run-up to Christmas, I don't listen to Christmas songs ever. Yeah. So I'll have like songs that are like old school songs that just remind me of the vibe that I listen to. But on Christmas Day, obviously that's Stevie Wonder, that's what Christmas means to me, my love. I was listening to Whitney Houston's Christmas album. Basically, I listen, I'm, I do what my dad used to do when we were little, which is listen to the same album, but by different people. So he'd listen to Bing Crosby, Nat King Cole and Frank Sinatra's Christmas albums. Frank Sinatra wouldn't get many spins, I'm not going to lie to you. Guys, they are all the same album. It's all the same song. <laughs> it's it's, like, the set list is the same. Exact same. And, now, and I used to be like, Is the competition very different? It? No, they don't make any of it their own. There's a formula, you like, follow it. It's yeah. Christmas music. Yeah. And like, I'd be like, why does he do this? And now I do it. I'm like... I wonder what this would sound like if Whitney sang it. <laughs> what's Nat King Cole said? Like, I literally listen to the same song over and over, but just, like, different people singing it. I was yeah. so sick of Christmas music. It just wears so thin, and it, you cannot escape it on the radio. I don't listen. See, I don't listen to the radio. It's when I'm, I'm driving like, to yeah. the park, and I just... Yeah. Every single station. Yes, you're right. Fucking yeah. hell, it's so irritating. And then and I was listening the same to ones. the same ones. And then fucking Kelly Clarkson comes on and I'm having palpitations. That's, that song is torture. It really, really <laughs> is torture. <laughs> and Why it's also just about it? being alone on Christmas Day. Horrible. Um, I hate that song. Love Kelly Clarkson. Hate that song. The, I, I think it was on Christmas Eve when they were doing like the um the countdown, the top 40. 29 of the songs in the top 40 were Christmas songs, which I believe is the most Christmas songs in a top 40 at Christmas that there's ever been. Streaming. So now it's just well, yeah, it's probably course, yeah. always been like that. It's just now they can actually measure how much you yeah. listen to it, yeah. But 29 songs. Also, and then I couldn't I've... believe fucking Lad Baby. Of course, he was Christmas. I, no, no, no. I will not accept this. I never hear him on the radio. I because I'm I forgot. Like the other day when we drove to London, me and my mom, we've driven a few like long distance journeys yeah. through December. 
together and we always have on heart of them and magic fair enough we don't listen to like <laughs> new music <laughs> you know we like the same set list you know I'm very much like me absolutely but I don't I'm like who is listening to Lad Baby I need to know who's listening to that and then I just thought maybe in shops and pubs but I've not heard it in a single shop I I didn't even know that it was a thing until we did it and no yeah well yeah last year when we talked about it but this year I didn't even know that that song existed until they were saying uh who was in contention for the Christmas number one spot I just think it's couldn't believe it it's just it really upsets me and also I have to get this off my chest like I really feel like I'm in England at Christmas because it's literally like there are so many actually actually good Christmas songs and you won't play them you're obsessed with white people so like the only two songs that I can hear are Mariah Carey all I want for Christmas is you and I know her father was black but yeah and um wham last Christmas but even that you're like you've ruined it because you're playing it too much way too much Anyway. So it's just like all the other ones are terrible. And that's why I ended up liking Michael Bublé. But yeah, oh, there are good so, Christmas songs. Sorry. Christmas, it's Christmas Day and you're finally feeling festive. Yeah, I'm feeling super festive. I'm listening to all my favourites. I found out something else this year on Boxing Day from a, a tweet by Kid Fury, which said that I saw Mummy, you probably know this, I saw right. Mummy kissing Santa Claus. And I feel like somebody told me this before and I forgot it. I feel like we might have had this conversation that were. But it's it's like because Santa Claus is the dad. Yeah. I didn't know. <laughs> you thought it was actually Santa Claus. Why not? But it could but that's the thing. Why couldn't it be? It's open to interpretation. Santa sounds sexy to me. <laughs> <laughs> you want to sit on his knee? <laughs> I really do. <laughs> Stroke his beard. Uh, yeah, so I've been invested. I'm cooking and stuff. My brother's decided to watch the Godfather trilogy. <laughs> but it was just a really, I was in a really festive mood. And then it was the TV for me that just got me in the best, best, best mood. Okay, how's your Christmas? Quiet. Nice, kind of chilled out. Lots of oh walking. my gosh. Thank you for recommending a nut roast. Oh, yeah. yeah. Because I've never had a good nut roast out. You know when you go to a pub and oh, stuff, to, yeah. it smells good, but it's disgusting. Yeah. I got the one from, it was pre-prepared, I did not make it, from uh, Morrison's. It was oh. small. It took 70 minutes to cook, which I thought was nuts. That's a bit excessive. It had loads of stuffing in it. And it was so tasty. And I have one anti-vegan member of our family who thinks that we're all trying to start a vegan agenda in the house. We're not. We're just simply having other options because not everyone always wants to eat meat. Do you know what I mean? Like people in the house have like days where they don't eat meat and sometimes I make meals without meat and she Mm -hmm. thinks it's like I'm intentional. (laughs) I'm I'm not. I'm just... You're a vegan lobbyist. Yeah. They've got to you too, Ruth. (laughs) it's so normal I when we were little I swear we would not always eat meat and now it's like a thing 
Mm. It's like I'm not making a political choice. It's just that's the human diet. You don't always <laughs> eat meat, whatever. So I did. I just lied and said it was stuffing, and it went. Everyone, it finished. Loved but it. But that's the thing. It practically, it pretty much just is stuffing. And I always yeah. thought stuffing was that was one of my favorite bits. Of, stuffing is the best bit, isn't it? Yeah. But I'm, I made. I'm not going to lie. I made bad stuffing this year. I made the mistake of doing a pre-bought step stuffing, and I thought I could just add like orange zest to it to spice. It. I should oh, have made it. <laughs> You know, I, I love Let me already. pimp up this uh, pre-bought mix. <laughs> if you're going to go pre-bought for Christmas, you can, but you have to go extra special because that stuff they yeah. sell you on the show. Is <laughs> <laughs> it's dry as hell. <laughs> so yeah, I we did a lot of. I say we. I did, Jenny had bought it all. But we had quite quite a bit of our stuff was pre-made. Normally I would cook everything from scratch, but it just it does take a long time and it means it and it's yeah. It depends it, if you just, can be bothered. Like some years, like I haven't cooked Christmas dinner in years just because I'm knackered. Sometimes I can't. Well, I, I could have, but it's also just it was nice to not have to. Yeah. And the cleanup as well so much easier yeah because let the record stay and I, I'm assuming I've seen that you are definitely the cook in your like household yeah. so it's like if anybody when you think about it, it's like can I really be bothered to prepare all of this no yeah for just the three of us yeah. not that I mean on a, on a different time maybe but you know it's a bit just tired no you have to choose your battles I didn't cook everything yeah absolutely not but it would have tasted better had I cooked everything. And you know what? But that that's just something that I was willing to... <laughs> I was willing to compromise on taste. Absolutely. For my own relaxation and sanity. Yeah. And I'm not yeah. ashamed of that. And I would do it again. Oh, I needed something to do. I feel like the whole preparation... I didn't cook everything from scratch, no way. But like actually preparing it and... Did I technically break the oven before <laughs> so that you can only now put one thing in because the thing that holds the shelves fell off the side? Oh, no. So we, have, we have two ovens, but the large oven where you can, like, you know, yeah. s- squeeze the... The um, main oven, yeah. Yeah, is now basically my bottom shelf <laughs> <laughs> because I cleaned it, but, yeah, and I broke it while I was cleaning it. I don't blame myself, obviously. How can you? You were doing a good deed. You were cleaning. No good deed goes unpunished. So though. mad about it. I don't want to get. I'll tell you after. But that okay. that actually started a Christmas fight. <laughs> well, it wouldn't be Christmas without a Christmas fight. Yeah, we didn't have any Christmas fights though. It was all pretty chilled. But so it's only difficult. four of us. There really shouldn't have been a Christmas fight. But there was. <laughs> I was going to say it would be day. difficult because there was only three of us. But then if there was only four of you. It's not that much. <laughs> it was like a run up to Christmas fight. Mm, okay, it definitely changed the vibe. I've got way too much food still though. Oh, no, I'm re- I'm recycling it. Like tonight, I've made Jack Daniel's chicken with the chicken that was left over. <sighs> I've just, we've just got food that's not. I don't know what, who, why I have so much food. I just do. And so much yeah. like chocolate and. No, oh, fuck man. that. I'm not doing that anymore. Like, I don't, I don't want any. <laughs> but it's also stuff that was gifted, you know. Yeah. Give it back. Like, this is, <laughs> <laughs> That's my attitude. Getting donated. Sorry I'm to say. Like, apart, unless it's a Christmas cake, like my mum ordered like a rum cake for us. Um, 
Also, shout out to Caribbean people for making rum cakes at Christmas and like delivering them because that is just a gift from God. I didn't even bake the cake I was supposed to bake. I might bake it still. Okay. Oh, I had like visions of, you know, I'd bought loads of dates. I thought maybe I'll make some <laughs> dates and put them, like dip them in chocolate. And I bought some oh, like yeah. fancy like chopped hazelnuts and freeze-dried raspberries. I was like, I'll go fancy. You know what? No, I'm nice. done. I'm tired. So it's exhausting. And also Christmas is for rest because it's a hot like it's actually it has to be for rest. Yeah. Because we don't yeah. Next year I've decided I want to take the whole of December off. And I just, and so I can get in a Christmassy element. Honey, can, you don't have to tell me why. <laughs> <laughs> I can just yeah, do what I want. Maybe I'll get a head start on making everything. Oh freeze when it. You actually I don't do the prep. I haven't done the prep in years. When I was like, I think I was 22 the year I made three Christmas dinners. I was on fire. I used to do it all the time. I'm tired. Anyway. Who can be asked? Who can be asked? Um, Or chefs. (laughs) So uh, that that was our Christmas in food, I guess. How about your Christmas in um, binge watching? Loved, loved, loved what I watched. So I watched the new Sandra Bullock. Do you say Sandra or Sandra? I say Sandra. Sandra. Oh, Oh, like you say scone. Stop it. <laughs> I don't know what. Sandra Bullock. You know you Sandra. Sandra. Have I'm I pretty ever said sure that you before? say Sandra. I've never once to be fair, I don't hear you say Sandra, Sandra. that much. But you I really Sandra. You would Sandra. never say Sandra. That doesn't even sound like a name anymore now I'm saying it. Sarah's a name. Uh, <laughs> I love her anyway. But I don't know why, not because of her films, just like I just genuinely have this or something about her I like. Right. But like yeah, she's likable. She's likable. And obviously Viola Davis is in it. Amazing. You yeah. Viola Davis, like Viola Davis is acting as far as I'm concerned. The essence of acting, yeah. She is. Like, yeah. She's I can't, guys, if you haven't seen it, you have to watch it. My uh I feel like it is good. And I, I, I hate to it's get towards person. white people. No, it's geared towards older people. Okay. Because my, my brother, who's about to turn 21, our baby's turning 21. Uh, by oh, older people, do you mean, do we fall into the older people category? Absolutely. It's, okay, definitely, <laughs> it's definitely a 30 plus film. Maybe, okay, twi- maybe, maybe yeah, 27 yeah. plus. Yeah. But like, I was into it. And it's, I'm not going to, I don't want to give any spoilers because I want everyone to watch it. But there's a scene, like, Viola Davis is a supporting character. Sandra Bullock is the main character. Like, it's all about her. Everyone is the supporting Sandra, character. Sorry, Viola's going to steal the show. Steal the scene, right? She and, and the thing is, I've seen a clip of the scene on Twitter months ago, and I was thinking, oh, I can't wait for this to come out. Because I thought, from that scene, I thought it is was it just the two of them. outside of um, Viola Davis's house, where she's shouting yes. at Sandra? Yeah. Oh, my. I'm actually getting goosebumps. I'm not joking. That scene. And... Not Viola Davis obviously can be in a film for 10 seconds and be the main character as far as I'm concerned yeah. because she's that good. But the two of them together is just mm. I love seeing like especially um older women who have like mastered their craft mm. just get their moment to just show you. Yeah. But there is nobody seeing them. And I felt like in that scene, and it's like 
pivotal for the film as well. It was just, I loved that film. I'm sorry, I loved it. My brother was okay. so bored he left. Like, I was on the edge. Gripped. I can't remember the last okay I think you'll enjoy it I don't think it's as good as I'm saying I think I just if I was into it and then we watched um Harder They Fall which I finally watched because Sim has been telling me to watch it and I wanted to watch it anywhere because obviously a black western I'm in and yeah. the cast is unbelievable Incredible. like uh, uh, Regina King Idris Elba Jonathan Majors who I'm in love with <laughs> Um, is that uh, the kid from Stranger Things? No, no, he's from but, um, but Lovecraft. Lovecraft, oh. yes, Lovecraft County. Yes, it's but him. Also, he's like the main character the, in that. Is the kid from Stranger Things not in it as well? No, not that I remember. Oh. Um, no, I didn't see him. <laughs> Everyone's like, he was there the whole <laughs> <It> was, film. <yeah. laughs> I'm like, I didn't see him once. No, I didn't see him. <laughs> He's a good actor, though. The Stranger Things yeah, kids yeah. are brilliant also. That's another mm-hmm. amazing cast, honestly. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I loved it. Lakeith Stanfield's in it. And it, I don't know, it's just, it's so, so good. At first I was a bit like, because mm, I don't, I, I'm, I was listening to, it's funny, I was listening to uh, Colette Chiacoffer talk about it the other day. And she was talking, and I agree, like, it's gotten to the point where, like, Obviously, colorism is so rife that even in an all-black film, like the love interest will always be like an extremely light-skinned biracial mm. woman with like a longer curly hair and stuff. And she's always iconic and a good actress, but it's always like, yeah, yeah. like Obvious. every single time it's like, oh. and it was the same in this. So as soon as I started watching it, I was just like, oh, give me a fucking break. But it won me over. It won me over. Obviously, I have critiques of it, but it was both that and the the Bullock film. It was just the, like the unforgivable. Yeah, sorry, dumb name. Shouldn't have called it that. I'm sorry, it was a dumb name. But they both have twists that I didn't see coming. In. I I love guessing. And now I've told you that I've probably ruined it because you'll guess the twist. But I love guessing in twists, and I didn't guess either. Maybe because I've not watched a film in so long. I oh the twist in um how do they fall. Fucking loved it. I fucking loved it. That's been on my list Everyone. for a while. Yeah, but you need, I feel like because it's a film, you know what we're like with films. You need to like clear some time to watch a film, whereas yeah. a show you can just crack out. Also, random, I watched the season finale because my cousin was just watching it. There's a show on Amazon. I don't know if you told me about it. And it's like a mystical show, Amazon Prime. Wheel of Time. Yes. Is that the one you were watching? Yeah. It is good. <laughs> but also, but that, that's the one I was watching where, yeah, it's good and it's very watchable, but it's where, like, uh, that's when I realised watching it, all fantasy shows, it's the same premise. Same. It's like, to, like a bunch of kids that are destined for greatness that live by, like, two fucking rivers. It's, it's you know, there's yeah. a formula here. And I, I don't want to give away what actually happens in that, but, like, even who is yeah. the, it's just like, yeah, of course it's uh, Yeah. Yeah. But there's still oh, some things with the other ones where I'm like, oh, but you like that. Yeah. Some things, there's something going on with you guys as well. So. And as a, if it was me, if I had the absolute godsend fortune of being a like a film or TV maker, 
the one thing I'd want is to like break down everyone's expectations of like stereotypes. Like you can't, mm. it's just like, you can't be like, okay, here's the very light skinned biracial black girl. Who is the love interest? Also beautiful and very wise. Here is the, do you know what I mean? It's just like, here is the yeah. uh, dominant white man with a heart of gold. I'm just like, it's like yeah. so boring and stop making this is nothing to do with that. Just in general, stop making being like made an orphan. Like, stop. What's the word? Romantic. Glamorizing it. it. Yeah. It's weird. Like, deal with it in a more real way. Anyway, yeah. whatever. I'm not a filmmaker. But it's and a good. Look, it's easy to watch. It's, it's you know, really it's, good yeah. though. It's really good. I say all that, but I still love yeah. it. I'm gonna go back and watch it. All. Definitely some hotties, hotties in there. I didn't see any. Oh, I tell a lie. <laughs> <laughs> I saw one. I saw one. <laughs> I don't know his name. I don't know if it's a spoiler to try and describe him because I literally just watched the season finale. Is it the season finale or the no the last episode that came out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh my god, what, is what does he look like? He he's kind of like a samurai. Oh yeah, Lan. He is. Yeah. Smoke as soon as he's I'm not gonna lie, I'm a perf. The reason I watched it is because I was like, who's who? Yeah. <laughs> I, sat down. I was like, who is that? Yeah, hot, hot, hot. Wow, not me being like, change the stereotypes of television. And I'm like, I only watched it because he was sexy. So and he is very he is so, and also kind cool. and a and protective and loyal and oh loyal, respectful, I love a loyal respectful yeah. as well. So yeah, he he's, doesn't he's love a face. slamming heart, loyal, respectful kind. He's but. got it all. Oh, probably us because we'd be like, he's too nice. No, I, I if, no, when you're that hot, sorry, God, I mean, hey, this I, is one of those things where we'll have to apologize for it. It doesn't matter what you look like, but when you're that hot, there's such thing as beauty privilege. <laughs> no, that's something you'll never. We're not say. superficial. Yeah. I, can I not? No, sorry. Be... We know that there's beauty for privilege, but we yeah. think that we're above it. I know. I'm. I'm. I am. I. That's one of the things I do not like about myself. I. I think I'm too superficial. Yeah, I said it. A little superficial, but I feel like the worst <laughs> thing about me is that I have glamorized my the way I'm superficial. Like I've given it depth. I'm like I have taste okay it's like no you're just incredibly shallow I'm like yeah but I'm shallow about the right thing <laughs> okay that is years of working in fashion for us it's art it's my artistic <laughs> expression like these are better than those <laughs> and you wouldn't get it because you don't have real taste you're just no a shame <laughs> We were the real sheep. Ooh. Anyway. The plot thickens. <laughs> the plot doesn't thicken. The plot gets looser and more liquidy and more vacuous. Yeah. Oh, wow. We, there nice. is no plot. We have no plot. <laughs> um, much like this. <laughs> anyway. Also, oh, I tell you. Go on. I was just going to say, I watched, I only watched it, I had to bootleg the Insecure final because we're recording a teeny bit early. And because I just can't remember to not log into Twitter. <laughs> I, like, oh, I log in spoilers, and then, I, yeah. yeah, and I 
I couldn't be asked to meet the words because afterwards I want to search the words and enjoy the yeah. memes. And I watched it and I cried and I cried and I cried. And okay. it was just, it was, it was just as soon as, I'm not giving any spoilers again because I want everyone to watch the whole of Insecure. Yes, well, I've uh, I'm yet to watch the final episode, but I have obviously watched the yeah. number nine just actually today. Oh my god. Oof. We'll we'll discuss that at a later day. In maybe next brief. yeah, next year. Next time. Um Oh, I, I just say, wanted to say things that I watched. phenomenal show love that show I'm so emotionally attached to all the characters 100%. love it love it love it love okay it, love it. so two things that I want to talk about that, uh, that I watched Ooh. one is more um not I don't want to dwell on it too long but what I have it? to say you were right about um and just like that it definitely gets better I'm, I'm not going to say it's like it. groundbreaking <laughs> of course I'm, I'm still watching it but then it like the first episode you were so right it's the pilot energy which is so bleh, and icky but and it awkward. definitely it definitely gets better so I'm enjoying it yeah Dare I'm sticking say, with it I'm it's, loving it yeah so sue me and the outfits are phenomenal amazing gorgeous the, oh my god all the art on the walls it's just yeah. i just love it i'm loving yeah. it it makes it, me look exactly. forward to getting older because yeah. i'm shallow i want more things <laughs> <laughs> we want to look good i'm gonna be um, so cute <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna be in the same old fucking stained sweatpants route <laughs> But it's um, cool now. We're breaking down respect for <laughs> <laughs> sure. Um and then we watched Jenny Wolf. Sorry, I've been told off for saying their names, even though um my sister. <laughs> you can name- <laughs> wait my oh my god, wait till my sister hears I've been talking about her. Well, I mean she wasn't she was like Baby. I feel like my she 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 threw GDPR in my face. Which I think is yeah. a little uncalled for. Yeah, but she's fine. right. She's right. Yeah. We should actually make a pact to stop naming people. And by we, I mean you it's should tell me to shut up. <laughs> I'm like, so Fred, who lives next door. <laughs> anyway, at 36 Albert Street. In this, <laughs> in this household, we watched King Richard. <gasps> I haven't watched it yet. Okay. And that oh my god! Was... The the new one. Yes. The new, well, okay, I don't think that there is a King Richard is in the Serena, not the King Richard of King Arthur and what or any mythical oh, things. Oh my! King God. Richard, like uh, Serena and Venus Williams. <laughs> what did you think? <laughs> You're getting so excited because you have just. No, in- I just need you to know how dumb I am. I was thinking of the new Macbeth. Oh God! No, to be fair, King Richard is a. Shakespearean yes play, but so. I was still thinking okay of a different play so it's still totally yeah okay so Will Smith doing his thing yeah I get the feeling it's not the best drama but as far as heartwarming films go it's amazing am I correct or incorrect what do you mean by it's not the best drama so like it's not um so there's like two types of films right there's like missed out fire and then there's like <laughs> The Matrix. No, that's a really bad example. Yes. <laughs> We're um, in between them. <laughs> what do I mean? I mean, there's like really like heartwarming. I basically. I wouldn't say it's like a heartwarming. It's not like a Mrs. Outfit. No, it is, but it's more, it's, it's like a. The, the film was. It's a, it's an insp- yeah, it's an inspirational Inspirational. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. An inspirational sports film. You know, it's all, it, like, it's, it's a sports film. 
I love inspirational sports films so like, much. Tennis is a, a different kind of sport to because yeah. it's not a team sport. It's yeah. so mental. It's just you out there on the court. So mm. it really, it's a very... And then the kid, they're so young. And obviously we know who they like become. And it's You're just, making me want to watch it right now. <laughs> yeah, it's is the acting is absolutely incredible. Really? Oh my, I have to watch it. You oh should watch God, it. Watch yeah. It. Um where did you watch yeah. it? Oh, Jenny bought it. Jenny rented it. She yeah. really wanted to watch it. So she yeah. I bought something this You're gonna Christmas. Have, yeah. I bought an episode is it of worth Adventure it? Time. Every um, penny, every fucking penny, a bargain. Guys, if you haven't watched the, um, it's like they've done, uh, they did like a mini series because Adventure Time is finished mm. and they did like a mini series and Jonathan made me watch the one where Jake and Finn come like, it's like, it's just their episode. Different characters get different mm-hmm. episodes. So we bought it and we watched it. It's, Adventure Time is just flawless and it mm. really upsets me that people think it's just a silly, frivolous cartoon like animations, just because something's animated doesn't mean it's less. <laughs> just because something's animated. <laughs> okay. I'm clearly talking about one conversation <laughs> where I said I like Adventure Time and someone's like basically made me feel stupid about it. And we have also discussed this very thing on the podcast before. A thousand times. I really need okay. to learn to let go but yeah no, you're making fine. king richard sound so good i love inspirational films like you can't and especially a sports film i thought are you also i didn't realize the acting was amazing i thought it was going to be like okay because um i'm thinking of do you remember a good a better example of what i was thinking of was will smith in pursuit of happiness yes i thought it'd be like that kind of vibe oh um which is also a dummy thing because that was yeah. an incredible drama. I don't know why I'm thinking. But yeah, but it, it's, yeah, it's more like that than, you know, Mrs. Doubtfire. It's just arguably <laughs> a comedy. It's a comedy. <laughs> um, yeah, I would, I uh, would highly recommend it. Like just, yeah. Oh, yeah. And also just the fact that it's like, he really, he really had this plan for these girls. Yeah. And like just executed it. But I, I was saying to Jenny, obviously like, you know, we're watching it and it feels like, wow, it's cool. But it must've been also at times incredibly difficult growing up with that kind of pressure. And even though I'm sure they knew that they were brilliant too, but it just like that, because to a certain degree, we also had that. Yeah, we and did. It just, <laughs> yeah. It's not, it's not easy. Did I tell you about the time my dad drove me to a tennis court and told me I needed to start playing tennis? <laughs> I, by the way, listeners, I love my father. He was raised by a like the same story of all of these men. Mm. He was raised by a, and this is no shade to my grandfather, rest in peace, but a serious like militant disciplinarian, and that kind of puts I don't know what it it puts like this enormous pressure on you Mm. and it makes you like very like kind of tunnel vision yeah focused yeah like and people obviously in society always praise that but it can also there's a huge downside look at the jacksons even my dad jokes about michael jackson's dad yesterday (laughs) okay so the boys are dancing and my dad's giving them notes naturally 
my dad's also an incredible dancer but that's still like they're <laughs> five and seven <laughs> so he's giving them notes and then he was like Michael Jackson listened to his father and look what happened to him and we all just burst out laughing because we were like yeah <laughs> when we were little I was always like, thinking I remember the time my dad was like yeah the dad used to throw an iron at them I was like okay <laughs> <laughs> Not sure if this is worth it. <laughs> so you're sitting there watching it like this is amazing. It's like, yeah, the dad used to throw a knife. <laughs> Yikes. Jesus. Woo. Yeah. Um, how do we get our King Richard? Yeah, so yeah, watch it. I'm gonna watch it. But I haven't, other than that, I've not really been watching terribly much. I keep falling asleep to the latest season of Good Girls. Did you ever watch that? Have you watched that? I've only watched the latest season because my cousin was watching it and it was one of those Sundays where I was like, I'm just popping downstairs for a glass of water because I'm recording. You're standing for a full episode before you finally sit down. (laughs) Yeah. And I ended up watching like four episodes back to back and being like, okay, this show is phenomenal. I feel like I've been lied to. Everyone says... It's quite a good show. It's not quite a good show. Yeah, no, it's, it's great. a fucking amazing show. Yeah. Why does everybody say that? Well, stuff that's amazing. I, I think that sometimes you don't, people just don't want to actually admit what they think is actually amazing because maybe they don't want, if it's, if it's really not, maybe you don't trust like, your own taste or you oh, you're, you're, yeah, like yeah. you're kind of just like yeah it's kind of, it's kind of good it's also me come on guys I watch True, yes. <laughs> like, <laughs> this is phenomenal and I also think it's because it's women because it's like if it was like if Breaking Bad starred women people would be like it's average <laughs> you know it's like it's uh, yeah it's you're right good. yeah it's kind of like yeah it's oh, a no, show it's about three like suburban house moms and <laughs> Um, it is very good. So yeah, do go back to the beginning, watch it. But I've um I've just had so many nights where I've just thought like started watching something at night and then wake up at really horrible and groggy at you know, the light to roll on and it's half past midnight or something, and you're like, oh fuck. And then you have and more often than not, I haven't taken mango out. So I'm like, shit, now I also have to take mango out for her last walk. And you're I you just feel gross, like you know, you feel slightly sick because you're groggy and it's yeah. Oh, and you've been obviously you've been drinking. I was saying because <laughs> um, it, it's Christmas. My bad, my bad. Yeah, because it's just you know you've it, it's I, I'm not like drinking to excess, but ever drinking every a little bit, a little bit every night. Yeah, By a little I bit, I mean like at least half bottle. Yeah, um, which is happens. enough. And I think so. Ever since like we we went to, to, um, for your birthday I've just been a bit convinced that maybe I've probably got COVID um and I've had a very like dull I did a lateral flow test this morning guys just so you know when I it was negative so yay but I also don't trust those so whatever um anyway I've had this like low grade slight headache for maybe like a week or two now and I'm thinking I've seen people posting about how they had a headache and they just thought it was stress and then they actually had COVID. So that's why I've kind of also had like a bit of anxiety thinking, oh shit, because everybody seems to be getting it now. I don't see how Everyone I can't. Will. Yeah. But you I think I it's actually, no, I really don't, but that it could just takes one, doesn't it? But I yeah, think but that I it's still not. I still feel like you live a relatively safe lifestyle. Yeah. That, that, 
it's I'm not saying that everyone who catches it is out here fucking licking people's faces (laughs) it's not true my this headache I think it's just the the like compound interest of drinking red wine every fucking night that's why I've got a headache it's not Omicron you dumb bitch Stop I think drinking. That's why I was crying over a chicken earlier because I'm just very emotional. <laughs> Alcohol makes me so emotional. I forget when I drink too much I in a row. So emotional. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Sorry. Also, I will stop talking about TV after this. I watched Last Christmas as today as I okay. have on while I tried to. I know it's technically a bank holiday, but since my birthday. I've had like two good days of working and like apart from that, I've not been even doing what I need to do. And so I like, I was trying to get back into work. And um, so it was on in the background. That's the Amelia Clark. Yeah. It really, okay, I'd say that, that Adventure Time episode and something else that I can't remember. Gave me real psychological life lessons. I felt like I'd grown from watching a Christmas (laughs) romcom. But it's so good. The Twit, can we, can we talk? Have you seen it? Obviously, I haven't it, seen it, no. Oh my God, okay, you watch it and then we'll, maybe we'll do it. Maybe it'll be our Christmas episode next year. <laughs> I mean, if we're still yeah. on earth, God willing. Oh cause... my God, you know what this episode should have been? I'm so what? dumb. We should have watched that film, New Year's Eve. Oh, I thought about it, but I was like, that's a really dumb idea. <laughs> so I didn't know I was embarrassed <laughs> to say. Yeah. We should have done that. And then for Valentine's Day, we could do that one Valentine's Day. I've never seen that. Have you seen it? Me neither. I've never seen New Year's Eve. Me neither. I've seen the one I thought was New Year's Eve, which is not. There's two of them. The one where they all have like a wild party. Not the X one. The one with Rihanna in it for like five minutes. And then the other one with... um, Oh, I'm bad at descriptions. Do you know what? This is yeah. We're not. I'm not going to get it from these descriptions. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, okay, so we have discussed what we did at Christmas, what we ate, what we watched. Um, now let's move on to the top, the top hits, the top moments of 2021. I haven't really prepared any, so I'm going to have to do this off the top of my head, which probably <laughs> means that I'm going to pick the. <laughs> Like very random, not super great ones. But um, have you got any prepared that you want to? Um, I'm. I made notes from what we talked about. Offer. Are we? Are we talking about top moments that happen, like in the cultural zeitgeist, or our personal that happened to us? I think we just do both because you know we can't separate. <laughs> we are the cultural zeitgeist. Hello. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Okay. And the things we wrote down, the only thing that really stands out to me was Matt Hancock having having that video leaked because that was nuts. Like it was nuts. Yeah. The government in general, just shambolic behavior. Terrible. Awful. I thought it was way not more nuts than the Dominic Cummings one. The affair For was sure. Because like, the why was he kissing her like that? <laughs> Uh, like COVID aside, why was he kissing her like that? It was weird. Why did you want to kiss Mike Hancock? Also, it's just like he'd been in so much trouble. He'd fake cried. He's been stealing money. I'm sorry. It's crocodile tears. Yeah. 
they call it misappropriating funds. It's not stealing money when you're a politician. They're making it clap, making it rain. <laughs> That's just public funds disappearing and the whole time. Mm-hmm. Um, when that was a fairly early on. I feel like that was the middle. Was yeah. it the middle? I don't yeah, know. Maybe like, like May. Was it I June? thought it was like oh, June, God. August. August, that's practically the end of the year. True. And not me googling my smart handcuffs. Oh, God, a scandal that Hard to believe that we started last year. Well, it, okay, sorry. It's not hard to believe this at all. It just oh, feels like we've been on so, like, so, so much of an emotional roller coaster. Um, this year as with all years but it feels strange to me that we were beginning last year with a lockdown even though it makes perfect sense because it's like it feels like that's as in this did we start this year with the lockdown exactly because it's been so you feel like 2020 was the year of the lockdown but we did actually have 20 lockdowns in 2021 remember we went into tier four for Christmas and then it was like okay no we're actually going to have to do a proper lockdown place is going to be shut because things have been open for so long it's only since July though it feels like way longer that feels like that's six months or seven months or five months I can't count feels like a year in itself so yeah this is it's It's a lot to take in. Too much, some would say. <laughs> yeah. Um, how about uh personal things? What what are your kind of standout moments? Um nothing. Sticking but... with this podcast. <laughs> Who can I mean, we started doing this remotely, which is a big thing. Remember yeah. my um this this isn't um that it's not <laughs> this isn't a big deal and it's totally horrible and everyone's gonna be like whoa <laughs> it's not a big deal but like in the summer that our second break like my anxiety was so severe I genuinely because the thing is that people don't understand about anxiety and what I don't also understand because I don't know if it's just anxiety is that it makes you feel like you're living a lie my anxiety was so bad I felt like my whole life was a mess and it was Mm. terrible and I just needed to quit everything and run away and then a few weeks later I realized well I realized at the time I was just very anxious and it'd been getting worse and worse and worse and worse but I really like I just had to like that's probably the first time in a while where it's been that bad and also like I was able to like actually do something about it, put steps into myself place. together. Yeah. yeah. And also accepted that even though sometimes I'm not gonna lie, I guess I do get upset thinking like, am I gonna be like this forever? But like it's just something I have to live with. Like it's yeah. not always bad. Like it often isn't. Again, that might be a lie. <laughs> but it is something that I have to accept that like just the way you get the flu and stuff like every once in a while it is just going to get like a bit debilitating and it's just weird and I wonder how what that's going to look like in the future and in a way I'm just glad that at the moment I have a life where that doesn't like mean I lose a job or something Mm. 
And it also makes me think that I've quit jobs in the past or that and I've literally run away. And I'm just like, I wonder if I was just having to be <laughs> Probably. And in in those moments, you really just didn't have the tools to know how to, yeah. how to deal with it. And, and also the environments aren't always great. So it's just so yeah exactly how can I tell um and I do think while you will always have yeah you probably will always have an anxiety or an anxious or the propensity to to slip into you know an anxious episode but it won't always be debilitating it doesn't always have to be it's also about learning to accept your part in how it kind of manifests I always say this speaking for I guess for myself but it might be yeah you can slip into it and allow yourself to slip into it rather than catch it early and do something about it because sometimes and especially for for me and particularly when I was very bad a few years ago things like not so much anxiety because that's fucking horrible but depression is a very like easy comfortable crutch like oh you know you don't watch big mouth but big mouth really like they um they depict these different emotions so well and with depression they've had like this thing it's like the depression cat and she kind of just comes and is like oh but you want to be like cozy we can just go into bed and she like yeah. wraps jesse around like she's this giant cat and she like wraps her around in her fur and is like you just go to sleep now it's okay and that's really what de- like depression can be like you just think actually yeah i can just slip into this kind of put this like comfy cloak on even though i know it's bad for me and it doesn't make me feel good but it's just it's way easier than doing the work to make yourself feel not feel like that because it's the, the known thing in a way anxiety is like kind of the opposite it's like an alarm it's like yeah. you keep pressing snooze and the alarm just keeps getting louder and louder and louder so it's so loud that you're just like no 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 yeah. everything yeah. has to stop like I was just yeah and I've also realized this year and as much as it literally I don't know why I find it so embarrassing to admit I'm such a people pleaser like I mm. all like it's I didn't know that about myself like I really am and I'll like be I'll put myself in a situation where no one's fucking asking me to do it <laughs> <laughs> I'll be so uncomfortable I'll be doing so many things I don't want to do and I'm just like I worry and I think this is why relationships in the past haven't worked out for me and also it could just be again this is probably such black and white thinking but I used to like when I was I felt used to find it so hard to end relationships. I mean, like romantic ones. I used to think one day I'm just gonna wake up. I'm gonna be in a house with somebody I hate and kids I didn't want. Mm. Just because I just didn't want to be like <laughs> I don't want to be. With you. But also, I think you're. Or for, for me, I I think I'm the same. But I'll often like make a guess at what I think that the other person wants and then do like to people please but it's like so you're doing something you don't even know you that's what you you're projecting that you think that they want they don't actually want that you get stressed they don't really care and then you get angry with them because you were trying to do the thing that they wanted that they didn't even want in the first place or ask for and then it's just a mess 
don't try and please people. You can't please people. You can please yourself. yourself. (laughs) That's almost impossible. Also, like, I've also, there's another part of it which I realise, which is, like, so half of it is, like, being a people pleaser is you trying to keep making up all these wants and needs of everyone and you trying to fulfill them so you can just mm. be like ah look what I've done yeah even and yes I do want to be able to do everything in the world because it's just my nature like we've heard about how we've been raised I want to get everything done and I want everything to be perfect but I it's also just not my character so that is just something that's been put into my head I really need to like chill out on Mm. and then the other half of it is obviously the societal expectation of whether you like it or not like your identity means that there are expectations on you and like that those expectations are gonna cause you to fucking blow up because it's (laughs) it's no one should have expectations on you but it's just like yeah there's nothing worse than feeling like, especially as a woman, like if I don't do it, it's no one is going to do it. And I actually went nuts the other day over something like that. I'll tell you off air. It was such a small thing, but it's just like, I realised I don't want to spend a minute of my life doing something I don't want to do just because no one else will do yeah. it. Yeah. But I think for me, I feel the same thing, but that's what's me- me- meant that my, to I suppose to avoid having those kind of being in those situations, I just make my circles smaller and smaller and smaller until now I feel like I've like I turn around and I'm like, I really just don't have that. Don't get me wrong, the people I have in my life are incredible. Case in point, you. I just have like I I will like I very easily just like you're it sounds avoiding, awful to say, yeah, just yeah. to be like, you know what? I can't, I can't, I can't actually even deal, deal with this. <laughs> so to not have to put myself in a difficult situation yeah. where I know that I'm gonna like, I, I will just, I'll just cut it off. I'll just, I will just cut it out. Yeah, I've realised I'll blow it up and then with no plan, and then I'm like, oh <laughs> <laughs> shit. Um, <laughs> So, guys, that was our segment on what were the top bits of 2020? <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, my God. I also I like broke to call my it our personal growth, things that yeah. we've learned about ourselves. Yeah. The and, thing is, though, yeah. I feel like, sorry to cut across you, I yeah. do have, like, personal growth moments where I become, I am very, I'm so much more self-aware about these things and about, like, <laughs> all of, like, the things that I do or like like the, the ways that I self-destruct. If I'm not doing anything about them. I'm like, uh-huh, absolutely. Yourself, you know exactly. And then I'm like, okay, good. Now let me sit here alone and watch five hours of TV. <laughs> oh my God, absolutely. I'm like, okay, so that's enough of that. That's enough of the growth and healing, just to know. So it's it's actually not, I mean it is growth, but it's not like do ourselves wrong or a disservice but I'm very I'm still not really able or feeling ready to kind of actually confront the shadows I'm like I've identified what they are I know why I do this I feel very clever because it is very clever when I look at the cycle am I doing anything to break it and it's also (laughs) it's kind of not real because these conversations that we have with each other where we're having these deep realizations about ourselves when we have it with a therapist 
they correct you as you go. They're like, that's not really. <laughs> that's not true. Like, I have watched that in a TV show. <laughs> yeah. This is what it actually means. That's why I always say black and white thinking because it's like oh literally two different therapists have found two different ways of telling me I have such a propensity to think that way. So half the time where I'll be like, and that means it's because I'm such an anxious person. And they'll be like, that's no, you're going way did I, did I get it right did I get it right did I diagnose myself <laughs> like, do I get 100 wow back, your problems back, aren't that deep stop it back to our childhood so basically we're the oh smartest God, people so here we so, know more than you we have years of training <laughs> you don't know what I've been through you don't know me <laughs> honey I know you both <laughs> oh god oh but I, I feel like I've gone from one like in my 20s where I was like because I didn't no, I couldn't, I wasn't self-aware. So I was just, and I would act out and I would do like bad, like quote unquote bad things or terrible, or I'd be um, mean or a certain way with people. And now I look back on it and I have so much like regret. And I think about all those things that I like the way that I was, that I've gone the opposite where I'm like, now, okay, I'm so self-aware of it. But like I said, now I'm not doing anything to change it or like get, like grow or enlighten myself. So I'm just trapped in this thing where I've like traded one kind of, it sounds so dramatic to say traded one kind of unhappiness for another but kind of in that way where I'm like okay cool it's the same like I don't I'm not so now where back before then I didn't know what was going on so I would like I was like a ball of like fury that was like lashing out now I'm just like cool well I don't want to do that anymore so I'll keep all of that to like myself yeah I think and then you I'm like a, have always underestimated your goodness as well it's like shocking <laughs> but doing the longer we do this cry. podcast like I feel like I'm not gonna cry now I, because... I when we started doing this podcast the way I'd hear you speak about yourself it would confuse me because I was just like the way you think your like the way you perceive yourself is so different to how you are and it's like just small little things like that say like okay so you've like in this conversation you've identified you can be avoidant and honestly you can be but you're only avoidant in a hundred situations you're avoidant like once or twice or three times but you think you're avoidant 99% of the time (laughs) it's like no you're actually an excellent communicator everybody (laughs) else I am yeah it's more like with the people that are in my life, obviously it is different, but even with the people in my life, I'm, I can be like, sometimes I can really feel like if people are getting too close, I'm like, you have to shrug them away. Cause you don't want them mm-hmm. like, to, you Not feel you like though. you're going to hurt them. You get everything. You get it all. Oh <laughs> my know. God. I wouldn't have it any other way. I'd be be so upset if you gave me the small portion. I'd be like, why are you holding out on me? How dare you? <laughs> Oh man! Wow. No, but I, I also feel like we're just hopefully, hopefully. I'm begging. I feel like we're just maturing, and hopefully, as the mm. years go by, it will change. I know what you mean. <laughs> if I'm still like this when I'm forty, God, because sometimes I obviously I feel like a lot more grown now, but I also still do can see like my childishness for sure. Mm. Yeah. It's not hard to move. <laughs> Let me do it. Yeah, exactly. And then I think I'm still so afraid of that side of me that I just, I'm like, best to keep yourself to yourself and not like 
widen the circle or engage more people because yeah. it's when I engage with other people that comes out of me because I've not actually confronted all of these <laughs> things and grown from them so I still make them so what I've done now instead of like my way of breaking the cycle is just don't talk to anybody don't talk to new people and that's ridiculous it's I not think, no but I, I don't think I'm <laughs> that much better <laughs> I'm like but also like there's not okay, guys. I don't mean to be a Debbie Downer, but there's not. It's not that there's an infinite amount of goodness. We've also just great gained wisdom. Like there's a lot of crazy mm-hmm. things out there. Like mm-hmm. it's taken me this long to know that when I'm speaking to someone I don't know, I'm always five minutes away from having a conversation with someone who thinks Corona isn't real. It took me two years to accept that, and now I feel like I can finally accept that. I had to go through a lot to get here. Oh, said, just, yeah. And now I don't think it's not that I think I'm sitting. And my dad got that really early on, and he would talk to me about it. But obviously, he's seeing patients who are literally sick. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god! I have to tell you guys about a tweet. And okay, God forgive me, guys, indulge me because it's funny if you're not an empathetic person. (laughs) There was a woman on Twitter. I'm guessing she's quite notorious because of her comments. But she was basically saying that, like, her she was alluding to the fact that corona isn't real, she's never getting a vaccination, and she's having 12 people over for Christmas, uh, or eight people over for Christmas dinner because who are also unvaccinated and they won't be wearing masks. And somebody and everyone in the comments was like, why? Okay, just do that then. But why? You don't need to broadcast it. <laughs> You're obviously coming here to say that because you want like some sort of pound the back. And there was one comment, like three comments down from a man who said something like, So you'll be back in the you'll be back on a ventilator soon then, haven't you learned? And she replied saying, I was in something like I was in intensive care, not on a ventilator. Thank you very much. So she she had COVID. <laughs> she had COVID to the point where she was hospitalized, which for me, I know a lot of people have been hospitalized for COVID, but that's when it's serious. Like that's what you're trying to avoid. So she's, yeah. but that's her rebuttal. And I could have stopped. Well, like I was an ICU, but I was not on a ventilator. So oh, how- fuck you very much. <laughs> dare you I was not <laughs> that if that was me this is I, the cross you want to die on this is the hill and why, the do, why do people on the internet know that why do yeah. they know and how you why could if if this is your stance why would you tell people that anyway I just thought it was so funny <laughs> but I can imagine it to like if you're working in a hospital that shit is not funny you are like are you fucking yeah, kidding on. me? But I just, that's, that for me, I had to laugh at that one because I've never seen anything like that where someone actually admits and they thought that being hospitalised is nothing like me. <laughs> I'm sorry, is there a difference? Oh, everyone's lost the plot. Yeah. Oh. It's been two hard long years. Anyway, yeah. um, I feel like we've probably spent too long not talking about the highs of 2021, but I just don't know if we can actually do the segment justice. So yeah, I feel we, like we need to move on. 
I think we just read the list out and then we can move on and you guys could fill in the blanks yourself. <laughs> you make your own decisions. And also, like let's let us just say that this is by no means a corroborated list. These are just this some things that we threw out in the air that we think that what well, sorry, these are just some things that happened. They definitely probably aren't even the best things. Nowhere near. And there's a lot of white people on here. This so is like me. nothing to do with my <laughs> This is like, you know, um, at the end of like, you know, the, the credits or when they do like the credit, like the zoom up when you, when they're having to do like the dis- <laughs> It's just like, and <laughs> yeah, you can't read it, but we've done it. Speed this up. Speed it's, for, up. it's for double time, quiet. please. <laughs> okay. I break my toe. Yes. I put my own personal thing on the list first. Cause that was a big thing. The top of the pops. <laughs> the biggest thing that happened in 2021 is I broke okay, my toe. I yeah. Things that big things, not necessarily best things then. And then I put Elon Musk being the time person of the year. Time oh have really just shown their bollocks on camera. They don't care anymore. They do not give a shit. The Euros, which I thought was something to do with cu- currency, but no, the football Euros. The football, yeah. We, we got into that. into that, yeah. I don't remember it. <laughs> that I remember was the, the episode racism. that preceded our break. <laughs> One day we'll release the episode. One day. No, um, I don't think we can. Okay. Gorilla Glue Girl. <laughs> so that's the woman who put Gorilla yeah. Glue in her hair. I'm sorry, I don't know her name, but her surname. I feel like her name is... No, it's her name. Matt Hancock. That's all it says. We've spoken about it. You know. That's we got. Sweet. I put vaccinating, but basically me and Natalie got vaccinated. Natalie's had her booster. I cancelled mine because I was on Christmas Eve. And I decided because no, you wouldn't. It, it, honestly, I needed to make Christmas awful. dinner. Yeah. It just makes me need a nap. Like I have to sleep for a long time. It made me exhausted. So I put Joe Biden. He got sworn in. We haven't seen him since. But shout out to him. Yeah. <laughs> um, I put a note that we should talk. Shout about. out to Kamala for her for standing in as president when he was having his colonoscopy. Oh my god, he thinks he's dying, which is scary. He thinks he is. Well, okay, let me know. I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry. I'm being inflammatory. He says... We're all dying. And when you're that age, you're dying a little bit quicker than the rest of us, to be honest. We're not, we're not dying. We're living. Okay, fine. <laughs> but our cells are slowly decaying. Yeah, over time. Yeah, but... They're also I, regenerating. Not as good as they were before, but they're still going strong. I mean, at his... At, at Joe Biden's age, the deterioration, regeneration of cell ratio is really going to be... Oh, I can't wait to be in my seventies. I feel like that's going to be my golden years. Honestly, you're going to be a horny uh, septuagenarian. Well, sexuality, your sexual um... peaks and troughs. Yeah. So who knows? But yes, (laughs) will you be in a a a peak? (laughs) Hundred percent. But also, I feel like I'll be so sick of people. I'll just be like, get me a robot. Get me Um, a toy. (laughs) Yeah, nothing with a human consciousness though. I can't. No. Oh, that sounds weird. But um wait, no, uh, you think maybe it's not worth us talking about Joe Biden when he's dying. Oh, sorry. He said um if he's still around, he'd run again. I'm paraphrasing. He obviously didn't say that. He said, I oh, know he said if he has good health, he'll run again. He plans right, to run again yeah. as long as he has good health. And I took that as Joe Biden. <laughs> I think Joe Biden, give it a rest. Why? There's nobody else. The American people want what they want. They want an elderly white man. <laughs> they will not sell for anything like that. True. That's true. Um, 
That was a joke. Oh my god! Sorry, sorry, sorry. Speaking of presidents, this is um, Fitz is in um, King Richard, (laughs) (laughs) and he is looking good. So that's another reason to watch it. I was on his Instagram the other day being thirsty, and I saw he he posted the bell heart, sexy as hell. Oh my god! Where are those men? Sorry, and I know that those men are probably hella problematic for me, but just... No, they're not necessarily. They might be just, like, fresh out of divorce. They've been in a marriage for, like, 30 years. Do you know what I mean? They're ready for something new. They're not necessarily looking for, like, to be married, but they just want, like, a... They want something more modern. That's when you come in. (laughs) But I think we've already proved that we're not... Okay, we're modern in the sense of we're, like, throwing tantrums and having... Yeah, some excitement. If you want a brat... If you want a bratty woman to yeah. not if take care of but buy things for. If that's what gets you going, honey, look no further. <laughs> if not, keep looking. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I'm, why apologize? I'm not, I'm a brat. Brats don't apologize. <laughs> oh my god, 2002 motto. <laughs> Brats don't apologize. <laughs> I just so, quote, Brit- quote me. Brit- okay. Britney oh, Spears yeah. because yes, end of her conservatorship. Conservatorship, conservatorship. Yeah, whatever. And then we talked about Meghan and Harry leaving the monarchy. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, I just put down that we should talk about what music we listen to, what TV shows we watch, and what podcasts we listen to. But I feel like we've been talking long enough. Let's get into the real thing. <laughs> the real. Just to be honest. What we've been talking about, like about personal growth, kind of segues quite nicely into yeah. the final segment, which would have been good if we hadn't just filled it with that crappy list. <laughs> we could have seamlessly entered. <laughs> I mean, this podcast is anything but seamless. <laughs> there are cracks everywhere. <laughs> there are split seams, torn hands. Okay, yeah, let's end with looking back on our messages that we gave ourselves last year for our future selves. Let's see what we think of the... Ad- so me and Ashley are going to... Well, gonna- last year, if you... I don't know if you... Maybe you've this. been here from the start, maybe you haven't. If you've not, last New Year's Eve, back when we were still watching porn, that was our last porn episode, we weren't to know... Um, and we uh, gave ourselves um, a message to our future selves. We, we gave ourselves, um, you know, some, no, I won't say advice, but just maybe some kind words, some things that we thought that maybe we should, we needed to hear some like hopes and wishes for what we wanted the year to see for us. And hopefully we would actually take some action into making that um, a reality. So um, we're going to say, we're going to listen to them now um together with you and then we'll talk about them see what we uh how we feel about them and then I think off the back of that given how this year's gone let's set ourselves some new intentions yeah so um here is what we said hey Natalie it's Natalie just wanted to let you know that sorry 20 2020's been a difficult year um But you managed to get through it. Um, and 
you actually did pretty well by the end of the year. It was, I think it was rocky at the beginning and definitely through the summer, but not rocky, but you know, but you really pulled it out for the final uh, season of 2020. Um, And let's just hope that 2021 is going to be be better, a bit better. And maybe, um, I don't know, maybe put yourself out there so that you don't have to always be so bitter to everybody on the podcast. (laughs) But I know you won't do that, so don't beat yourself up about not putting yourself out there either because it's fine, you know? It's okay, don't worry. I still love you. I still love you, Natalie. Thank you, Rue. Um, also, also, even if you do put yourself out there, you make someone you're pissed for you happy, let me tell you, you will still be bitter towards those people <laughs> because fuck them. <laughs> you heard it here first. Um, Ruth? Um, hey, bitch, it's me. <laughs> <laughs> Get in the car, we're going shopping. <laughs> What would I want to say to my future self? Okay, my future self is always better than who I am today, which is one thing I've never realised. Oh my God. I'm sorry sorry to interrupt you, but you're so right. Why the hell am I, (laughs) me, this piece of shit, talking to my future self as if I have anything, any words of advice to give it? (laughs) Bitch, you could never. (laughs) Yikes. Okay, I apologise to my future self for having the audacity to think that future Natalie wouldn't be more grown than yeah. present Natalie. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> you're so insightful, Ruth. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay. I Because I know there's nothing I can say to you that you'll probably need to hear, I will at least remind you that... Oh, I don't, what can I tell you that you'd need to know? Listen, get some lube, get a cute outfit, and go and fuck that person. Because if there's one thing I know about you, you're hesitating, you're double-guessing, and you don't know what to do. So go so go get it. Go after what you want. And I know you're probably slightly embarrassed of me. Or maybe it's because I live in a state of perpetual embarrassment as every person moment goes by. But when I look at myself retrospectively... I'm usually fine, so you might just actually find me endearing and hilarious. In which case, write me a letter, because I don't know what to fucking do. (laughs) (laughs) That was worse. Oh, yeah. But But yeah, yeah, congratulations. I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you for getting through. Well done for every all your achievements. Well done for being you. We never thought we'd see this day where we'd be so proud of ourselves, but here we are. So yeah, toast up, stop drinking, you probably already have. God, you probably don't even drink anymore. Uh, I'm really, look at how much I think I would have grown in a few weeks. Yeah. (laughs) On New Year's Eve, you're probably uh, already down a bottle of wine. No, it won't be wine. Okay, a brown liquor. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) But yeah. But seriously, I don't even know what to tell you. I just want you to know that all you have is this present moment and you deserve the world. We get it now. <laughs> that was a joke again, I'm sorry. Can get a good fuck. Yeah, take the railing, you need it. Okay. You wound up so tight. 
you need it. Um, okay, cool. <laughs> I think I, I need to stop you because you're just going to keep going. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay. I was up to things, let me tell you. I am wound up so tight. And I am. Oh, my God. I'm a bit shell-shocked. Um, okay, should we start with... Should we start with me? Yeah, yeah. I, oh my God. 2020 really did a fucking number on me. Yeah. I didn't realize, like, I sound so, like, tired and, I know I'm tired now, but I didn't realize, like, I think that was. We were depressed. We Yeah. In a cute sense. Obviously, we (laughs) we were very much, like. You know, we're we're all dealing with a collective trauma, but it's going to be. I think we have. It will take years for us to actually look back on that. That these past years and realize, fuck, this is like a, my a glimpse of like listening back on that is is me actually now starting to realize what we have to process because that bitch is like no, she, you, she was your body language as well. You seem like so over it like you've given up a little bit <laughs> I think I had also I just I, I think I'd and and what I'm saying like for context in 2020 I um kind of I worked a little bit at the beginning of the year no actually I worked I worked from the beginning of the year up until about May and then I took like I had um, a lot of a few like quite a few months off um, because of COVID and then from October I just re- I started working again I had like and work like really work like ramping it up and I think when I say that like you know it was a bit rough but you've sort of pulled it to, through at the end that was also me feeling like like listening back on that now having been working what what feels like a millennia since then and not really having a proper break I just it it makes me feel a bit sad that when I was saying like you've you pulled it out towards the end that's because of the self-worth that I attached to myself and to actually being in work and having work that's what I'm referring to and like kind of like hustling and pulling it together and like finally thinking, cool, you're doing something you actually. And at the time, like I was, it was a contract and for the project I was on, I did really care about, but that does make me feel a bit of a way that I'm like, wow, that's when you finally, you were like, you've, okay, you're not a worthless piece of shit because you, because you had a, because you were working so fucking hard. That's, that's crazy to me. And then also I love that I knew that I wouldn't put myself out there, but that I would also be beating myself up about it. And that I just, I just shouldn't because also (laughs) granted, if we were not in a pandemic, I would still not be putting myself out there. However, we are, and it has been, it is obviously does change the landscape of it. So I can't, I, I shouldn't, you know, I, and as we've talked about earlier in this episode, Obviously, I can pinpoint the things that I need to work on, but I'm not really maybe quite ready yet to to do that. But at least it's like an area of growth in a way or self-awareness. And now maybe the next year should be about me trying to like 
if in my 20s I was like this burning like ball of like barbed wire lashing out of everybody my 30s or like my late 20s early 30s has been about bringing all of those kind of sharp burning tendrils in and it's really you know myself the next year or next few years should be about trying to like open up that fist and soften up and open out and I love that like yeah bring bring people into the fold a bit more and yeah but wow that was um it was funny to listen to a little bit hard but also just kind of yeah and I have to tell my (laughs) my past self I am in no way more enlightened (laughs) you were probably still just as enlightened (laughs) no maybe maybe I am a bit more anyway so How about you? I like that. Um, I was definitely right about like not that. Like, I I feel like ugh, I do always feel like I've grown a lot every year. Like I feel so much wiser than I was last year. Mm-hmm. Like infinitely wiser. So like I was definitely right that that, that little lady can tell me nothing. No shade to her. <laughs> Yeah. Um yeah, I feel like I've evolved this year. Like I just mean mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. I really do. And um I feel like I've grown up as well, like in a good way. Mm. Yeah. And um do you know what? I I am I am wound up tight and I do need it. But the thing is I've also like the only person I can get it from, like I can't I did think about it. I thought about it. Like, of course I want to get that. <laughs> but I just can't. That's um, one of those things then where you can't listen to your... See, so that's gross. I mean, am I going to do it? Maybe in a few months. I really, <laughs> I do. I realise, I don't know. It's just like, it's just like there are limited resources. It does make me want to... Oh, my God. The devil. I'm the devil on my shoulder. Have fun. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, um, yeah, and I um, it's funny. She was like, "Oh, you're proud of all your achievements." I'm not proud of anything I've achieved. I'm just, um, I'm like happier with the person that I am. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like I have a lot more like love, and I realize like I've. Oh my god, this is so the unfurling has begun. This is okay. So this is an example. I woke up on Christmas morning and I wrote myself like a passage, and I was going to share it, but then I was like, "See, cringe." So maybe I'll share it another time, but not on the podcast. Like I was going to share it on my Instagram stories. I just couldn't. But it was just basically about like I really feel like I'm so motivated. So I didn't realize but I'm very motivated by like love. I really am, mm-hmm. and like it was. This is such a small thing, but I was with my one of my little brothers yesterday. And he he's seven, so I just thought he was teasing me because I couldn't get in the, my dad's house because I left my phone there. And I was like, Dad, can you open the door? And he, and he was like, can't you open the door? Why do you need the key? And I was just like... He thought you were magic. He said, I thought you would open it with your love. And I was like, that is 
so sweet and he wasn't oh joking. my god that is the purest I, thing I've ever heard I thought he was like being sarcastic so I said to him oh okay then genius how should I open it like getting sassy with him and he said that and I was like oh my he showed you your ass <laughs> I was like, that's so cute and then he said I thought you just kissed the door and it would open <laughs> Oh my god, he, that's either incredibly cute or he played you. Yeah, he's like, like a fiddle. He's like, he's you're like, dumb bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, even if he did mean it as teasing me, it didn't work because I was like, it's also oh, a very, it's, it's a cute tease. It's just so cute because it's just like this little boy. He has no idea what he's even. Saying. When I was, I think you were posting some things on your stories and you had like that cute little filter, like the Christmas bear filter. And he said, you look cute. No, it I was a different. I almost died. It was the, um. It, so I have two baby, baby brothers. One is seven and but, one is five. And the five-year-old is, he, that was him. But he's that, so sweet. He is so sweet. That is too cute that he was saying to you that you look cute. Yeah, I was like, oh my God, I love this boy. Because it's he's so innocent and sweet and kind. Yeah. But yeah, it was just... Well, so nice. wait, you're motivated by love? Yeah, like massively. Like mm-hmm. I've, And it's just not something I really acknowledged. I thought I was more... I think I just thought I was more prickly than I am. And I am for sure. I'm a lady of rage. You know me. But <laughs> yeah, but I'm also like, I don't know. I feel like I look softer this year. Yeah. yeah. One of my favorite things is when you said to write yourself a letter as if you had some kind of fucking lake house style contraption of like the mailbox that goes back to the past. <laughs> <laughs> We have that technology in 2021. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, things are just flying. But you wouldn't believe what we have now. <laughs> Do you want to give yourself advice for the future? Um, or do you want to guess what's going to happen next year? Oh, my God. I can guess what. No, because I feel like that would, that will manifest itself if I, if I guessed what I would guess. And I shouldn't. We should be feel more, like, yeah, abundant in our happen. intentions and our... <laughs> COVID, COVID. <laughs> oh, of course. No. Oh, right. Okay. Well, if you don't mean, like, in terms of ourselves. Yeah, I think that we are heading for some kind of lockdown. Like, England is the only country in the United Kingdom that's lagging behind. Scotland, Wales, and Northern Ireland have already already put in restrictions and of course we're on our merry way despite the fact that I believe we have much higher rates of infection I think they'll wait till after New Year's though because they'll want everyone to party of course but it's again it's like it's a joke that as the country (laughs) in the United Kingdom that has the highest rate of infection we're still the last ones to actually impose any kind of restrictions listen Boris said honey my core base do not want a lockdown. We also, Rishi Sunak doesn't want to like fucking bail out anybody. <laughs> he's like, he's this like, man, you, you had enough. <laughs> you had in a furlough what? Plant? No, you know what? Don't go out to pubs and restaurants. But I am not giving you any relief. <laughs> I think the plan is adequate. I love it when I say stuff like that. I'm like, um, adequate. You'll find that it's sufficient. 
it's like when your dad doesn't want to give you any money. <laughs> He's like, how much have I given you? Like, say if you're like, I remember when it's like stuff like you'll go and station does it shopping. Stop? Yeah, I want to go stationary shopping. And your dad's like, you just went uniform shopping with your mum. You're like, I want these stationery. He's like, how much is this stationery? <laughs> <laughs> stationery used to be so expensive. It's not like that anymore. Oh, you can get it so um, much cheaper. Do you we want used to have to go to Smith? Oh, I, I won't give myself any advice. I'll just say... I know I have a plan for what I do next year. I think next year I'm releasing my first full body of work. And mm, I think, mm, yeah, which will be fun. And I think next year I am going back to work full time because I'm only part time oh now. I think. So I'm just interested to see what actually happens. I'm really a much more flexible this year. Yeah. My goal for next year is to, like, I know this sounds really privileged, but it's to work less because this year has just been. A You've had me and two I... jobs, if not three jobs, uh, during this year. So, like, I can't. Yeah, I'm, and uh, listeners, I mean, at the same time, not in a, yeah, not, like, yeah, simultaneously, like, not concurrently. Yeah. I like, I need a bit of a break. And you're also going into two jobs. So when we have our yeah. six week break, Natalie will be working two jobs, eighty mm-hmm. hours a week. And I will be finishing my first project, like actually finishing. So by the time we speak again, we're in gonna be theory, tired. we're going to be knackered. But <laughs> we're going to feel like I'm will gonna, we be I riding don't... a high of no, we won't. I will be. I will be run ragged. <laughs> I'm not gonna that's be why I wanted. That's why I wanted Bridgerton. Like fucking hell, can I get yeah. anything? But by the way, listeners, when I say by the time we speak again, I mean all of us together. I'm obviously going to skip to every day. <laughs> I don't care how busy I am. Oh my god! Imagine if we just like weren't friends outside of the podcast. Imagine if they listen in. It was just a big ruse. Oh my god, that is such a good idea for a show. Yes, hang up and produce, and then that's it. Maybe one day I'm starting to feel like. The thing is, Ruth, this years. podcast is not big enough for that to be a reality. It's so small, such got so few listeners. We <laughs> obviously have to be best friends who talk all the time and make this only for ourselves. You know what I mean? I did read a tweet that said sometimes you've got to just make the music you want to listen to. And, mm-hmm. you know, I think I apply that to every area of my creative And life. you know what? The music sounds better with you. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, baby oh my god is that our new year song yeah <laughs> oh my god sorry i know we're digressing a lot but in um we were there was an amazing radio show on the other day that was for once not about christmas fucking music and it was just hits from um 2000 and karma hotel came on what's that, that song <sighs> Welcome to the Karma Hotel. Looks like heaven, but could be hell. Oh my God! How have you ever heard song? it? You must listen to it. You must remember it. I'm sure you'll Karma remember Hotel. it. And then there was another song that had like it was like a remix of Casualty. Oh my! Oh yeah, obviously that was a banger. Oxide. But I didn't dinner. know. Do 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 do. Uh, the one, and then it's like something about getting shot. Would everybody please stop getting shot? Shot, shot, shot. Oh, 
Honestly, in our house, that was the only song being played. Okay. Oh my God. I had no idea that that existed. I just heard the beat. Jenny was what? like, why are you? I didn't even know. And she was just, just... sorry, I've said that again. I, that song Sister. went to number one, I thought. I was not a cool kid in 2000. I didn't know the songs. My parents didn't listen to music. It just wasn't a thing. And so... When I was in the car bopping along to that, she's like, well, how do you know this song? Well, you weren't at the clubs of that age. And I'm like, Jenny, it's the Casualty. It's the Casualty remix. First time I'd have heard it. She'd forgotten. She didn't even... It had been so long since Casualty's even been in our heart mind. She, I'm sorry, but how could you... That's I remember the Casualty theme more than I remember EastEnders. That Casualty theme, was a... That show. Show and a half. Talk about shows that had us in yeah. a chokehold. That was that's no, but that show was brilliant. And to anybody who doesn't know, we're talking Charlie about Baz. No, we're talking about oxide and neutrino. Bound for the bum, bum for the reload. No, that was a huge song. But also, I feel like this is also just the difference between being black and healthy. That song was yeah, yeah, yeah. huge. Uh, they were part of So Solid, but they weren't both black. If that. Is it of any interest? <laughs> Everyone's like, no, actually, we don't care to know the races of the individual members. <laughs> All I can say, what a banger. Oh, you're playing it. I can hear it. Stop. I'm so sorry, guys. I thought oh I was playing Oh, my God. I'm going to get no. <laughs> I was trying to play Karma Hotel. Because I recognize... I can still hear the feedback. I've stopped. That's just me. That's just me. I don't want to say that there's a ghost on your end. You think I don't know there's a ghost? (laughs) You think I don't know this? Honestly, knowing this area, the ghost that lives outside this door is actually a cat. It's definitely one of the cats. We had a ghost cat. Uh, we in uh, my mum's house. We all. Oh no, no, that's actually not funny because that—that's actually a thing. Oh, uh -uh, not with it. That's scary. Because no, I thought you were no. joking, then I remembered you actually have a ghost cat. Yeah. You've seen it. Oh, it's more like we've we we felt it, and we know we all know what the cat is. But it's kind of like you don't. We've not actually physically seen it. You see something, and you feel it bouncing on the bed. I do remember coming. But we've her. all yes. Thank <laughs> you. Because the uh, spooks, weren't they the same people who had that song where they were walking down a road? It was like a really serious song. Sorry, I, yeah, I'll need more information. Oh, my God. Sorry, I don't know. <laughs> um, spooks. Oh, what was that song? I think I'm confusing it. Ignore me. Ruth, what are you doing for New Year's Eve? <sighs> All the Honestly, don't want to be. I have nothing to do. Oh. Should we have a 2000s party? God. Only if we can invite Omnicron. <laughs> <laughs> Omnicron. That's Omicron's cool <laughs> older sister. <laughs> Oh my god, that's why um Natalie sent a meme to the uh the our Instagram page where we share our memes. And I thought, oh my god, it's me, because it's like the funniest part about or the hardest part about Omicron is not knowing how my mom's gonna pronounce it. And I was like, I'm now the mom. <laughs> you are the mom, yeah. 100 percent 
Omicron? Omicron. Omicron. Oh, yes. Got it. It's Omicron. reload. Sorry. Sorry, guys. Everybody, please stop getting shot. Shot, 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 shot. That is not the tape glitching. That is us. What a time to be alive. Oh, my God. A 2000s party. Mm. Mm. I'm thinking about what I was wearing. Right, yeah. (laughs) I could... I can no okay. longer just rely on like I'm just kind of wear short shirts and a craft. <laughs> so, <laughs> no, now you actually have to dress yourself. Yeah, you short shorts clothes. and a sheer crop top. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, this is my outfit. <laughs> okay. Sure. <laughs> sure. I'll let you have it. Oh my god. How can I be? How can I work nudity into this look? Is what I ask myself. Every time I leave the house. <laughs> oh my god. Bow, 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 bow. I wish you hadn't said that song. You Sorry. Absolute banger. Love it. Anyway, I think on that note, it we is. should probably wrap things up. Um, we've really been on a fucking roller coaster this episode. Yeah. We went I- way deeper than I thought we were gonna go. So always. <laughs> no, no, no. This was different. Like we haven't had, I feel like it's been a while since we've had an episode where we go hard in on our feelings and expose ourselves, not expose our yeah. asses, just expose our souls. Oh my God. Yeah. And I'm trying to figure out how long this episode is. And it is already too long, at least in one and a half hours. Yeah. It's two. Anyway. <laughs> Who is listening to this? Guys, I you might want to save this episode for the new year. This is not, not New Year's Eve. Eve. <laughs> this is not New Year's Eve listening. You're listening to it on New Year's Eve Eve, and we've given you some great tips for your COVID safe New Year's Eve party, which will probably be on Zoom, unless you're doing a COVID party. You know, like those chicken pox parties where you're like, let's all just get oh. together and get chicken pox. Did people actually, because I heard about yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wonder if that's how I really got chicken pox. I feel like I got it from school. <laughs> that, was, that was basically a chicken pox party. Oh, my God. Now it's a corona party. Oh, yeah. On that note. Good luck to all the parents out there. <laughs> um, and good luck to anybody who is uh, trying to be, I was just say trying to be a better person. No, good luck to anybody, better person or not, just hang in there. <laughs> Whether you're a piece of shit or a lovely delight, hang in there. Sometimes you're a piece of shit right before you want to not be a piece of shit. And those that's valid too. We've all been there. Sometimes even like when you're a fucking saint, you're a piece of shit. Look, like I said, it's been a tough couple of years. 2022 shaping up to be another year of poo. Just do what you can. Yeah. And uh, we'll see you in February. See you in February. Love you. Bye.